Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we find ourselves in Exodus chapter 8, where we get one, two, three more plagues. Mm. Um, so the first plague is a plague of frogs, and it makes me think of my childhood. Well, technically the second plague. Well, yeah, the first plague is this <laughs> yeah. But uh, when it, whenever we were growing up, there was a... Uh, our church had this like a revival week called Days of Refreshing, mm-hmm. and every year they bring the same like music guy out to mm-hmm. you know lead worship and then do concerts like bluegrass worship. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent like you know yeah. Yeah, it's like old school uh, gospel, southern gospel. Yeah, but he had a song called uh, "One More Night with the Frogs." So like one more night with the stinking frogs, one more night in sin. Had a horrible time with them last night. I just got to do it again. <laughs> so it was a great and then song. Y'all ate frog legs at the well, we did, no, we didn't do that. We did eat frog legs growing up. Um, I don't know if, if you're new to Texas. You should know that fire ants are an invasive species. Mm-hmm. And uh, before fire ants, which was kind of like in my lifetime in our area, you know, used to go out and go catch fr- them. Frog, go fro- yeah, uh, frog gigging, mm-hmm. and then you take frogs home and. Mom would fry up the frog legs. and Same thing happened with quail. I will say, probably the largest frog I ever caught. I mean, it was probably the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> That's a big frog. And that was actually, as an adult, in Colleen. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it was not that much longer. I was like, I've never That's seen that, a, that well, Nolan Lin, Creek water. It baby. really <laughs> was. Like, so Lindsay, Lindsay and I were sitting in a living room, and all of a sudden, it's like, boom, we hear something hit the back glass door. It made us like jump out of our seats. Uh, and it was this massive frog. dog frog. It was like it's the size of a cat. <laughs> and so we picked the frog up and I put it in like a uh, plastic um, container, Tupperware thing. And it, you know, we had a pretty big, uh, what do you call it, like a high chair for babies, mm-hmm. and it filled up the whole tray in front of it. Oh I mean, my it was, it was it was massive, man. So I wonder, did you eat that thing? No, man. That one. I, I, I got to see if I can still find a picture of it because you know I took a picture of it, yeah. but. That's like a newspaper article oh, back massive. in the forties. It was massive, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, so I just wonder, like, were those the types of frogs yeah. that were in Egypt, like that size? What level of frog? What game level of frog game, or was it just like <laughs> general frogs of all shapes and sizes? Mm. Um, but yeah, just thinking, man, what would it have been like to mm. have a plague of frogs? Like you're sleeping in your bed. And all of a sudden, something like jumps on your face, <laughs> or you know, like, or the gnats are swarming you everywhere. Oh, well, it makes me think of a. There's an Undaunted Courage book about Lewis and Clark expedition, mm-hmm. and they talked about like the mosquitoes were so thick, like they would mm. clog your nose at night, Ugh. or like the just thinking like the gnats were so thick. Like they would clog your nose, yeah. or you'd try to take a drink of water, and before you could take a drink of water, get a mouthful of that. You get a mouthful of like floating gnats, or your or flies, you know. and oh yeah, and you think I can't wait to get rid of these gnats, and then and it's, then like, it's flies, yeah, it's like, like one up, big gnats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are they horse flies? Oh, oh, like stinging ones? Yeah. Oh no, that just made it worse. Yeah. They probably were though. They, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. What? <laughs> Not not the flies, but just the, you know, I think it, uh, you know, you talked about in the last podcast, you know, one of uh, R.C. Sproul's old books, Knowing Scripture, talks about putting yourself in the skin of the biblical characters, right? Not just the, 
the heroes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, also the perpetrators at times, or the you know just the it, those caught in the wayside, right, right of right. that destruction. And we like, man, we're we're thinking about like what a, what it must have been like for an Egyptian in this time and yeah. this place experiencing this uh, because their ruler is hardening his heart towards uh, the Lord's command. Yeah, He's like, despising God's counsel. Like in verse 14, it mm. says when, when the plague of frogs ended, you know, they, they died. Mm-hmm. And so it says they piled them up in countless heaps and there was a terrible odor in the land. Yeah. So think of, think of countless heaps of frogs rotting, rotting in the, you know, Egyptian sun. Mm. And just the, the smell that that would be. Uh, and just thinking, what is going on? Yeah. Like, because like, at this point, even early at this point, they're thinking, this is, you know, these are, you know, pagan people, superstitious. They're thinking, we're under the judgment of God. Yeah. One and of so, these gods. <laughs> and so what are they going to look to? They're, they're going to look up to their own gods. Their own gods. Uh, one of them being Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And saying... Deliver us, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, and, and that's one of the things that we see in the plagues. Um, just for some biblical background stuff, is basically all of these various gods of Egypt's being taken on by Yahweh in each of these plagues, mm-hmm. and uh, the god of the Nile. Right? I'm gonna turn it to blood. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the frog god is, but you have the sun god. He blots out the sun, right? Yep, like right. Uh, each of these plagues represents a god that is being toppled in Egypt as well. Right. And so they're looking. You're an Egyptian person. You're feeling the wrath uh, of God come down upon you, right? And you look to your own gods, to your king, and there's no relief. Mm. There's no reprieve. Why? Because... I am, right? Right. And it's almost, I feel like there's an application in there. Like, what are our gods mm. and and how have they proved lacking? Mm. You know, so what things have we put our hope in? What things have we have we uh, made our sacrifices to? Mm. Uh, that at the end of the day, well, they were kind of empty and didn't deliver on yeah. on what they promised. What's, what's one from, like, your past... Hmm. Uh, I, I can go first if you yeah, want. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think from the hip. Probably like one one of success. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think there's always like young preachers saying, "Oh, I want to, I want to be known. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to, you know, have the be biggest, great. I want to be great. I want to have the biggest church and you know, first Baptist county seat, and then." have like denominational leaders come to me for mm. advice or for roles. You yeah. Know? Like there's, there was some of that probably in like my late teens, early twenties, um, that, you know, that had to die. Yeah. So I had to pastor some small churches and have like some of my churches close their doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Puts, puts them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it was, you know, I always wanted to do one thing with my life, and that was go in the Marine Corps, and that became the, the idol. Mm-hmm. I am an infantry Marine, and if that is not there, who am I? Yeah. Right? And God ripped that out of my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a jealous God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that was one of the greatest mercies in my life, was that he, 
he took that. He just outright took it from me. Mm-hmm. You know, me kicking and screaming. It went just went through my grasp, slipped mm-hmm. through my grasp. And so I think like all of us at some point in our lives, it, and and maybe those idols um, are sometimes smaller today. The longer you walk with Jesus, but they still come up, right? I think it was John Calvin. He said, uh, "Our our hearts are." factories of idols right like we just churn them out <laughs> idol factories uh yeah. they just churn them out and so uh i think that's kind of the application you're you're considering this morning is man what what are those other things that we're worshiping or looking for for refuge that mm-hmm. cannot rescue us cannot save us they're worthless things right yeah well and, and i think one of the things we see is uh, whenever the the uh, magicians try to repeat the gnats Mm. one of the things they had to admit to pharaoh is uh well this is the finger of god Mm. like we we can't we can't replicate it Mm. we can't reproduce it like no this this is unique this is unique this is god yeah uh so there's that acknowledgement of well god is god and we are not yeah yeah Uh, well that's the uh that's the breathe in why don't why don't i breathe out let's do it heavenly father we we thank you for the mercy of, of showing us that, that you are God and we are not. We thank you for the mercy of uh, defeating previous gods in our life, uh, no matter how hard that might have been to, to lose that identity, to lose that pride. Ultimately, Lord, it, it, is, it is for our good. So help us to accept that and help us to delight in that. Help us to recall it uh, about how, uh, how you're far superior and help it lead us to work, lead us to worship you, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Exodus chapter 9. <laughs>